0: This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Barbara Ramirez.
1: And I'm Edgar Cruz. Stay tuned for a special production of GJ's earlier years as the Youth Radio Project of KUNM.
0: Enjoy. Enjoy.
2: Hello everyone, it's time for another unbelievable, incredible,
3: implausible, improbable edition of Youth Radio! That's right, this show is completely and totally insane.
2: Yes, I'm your host for this fabulous show, Miles Anderson.
3: And I'm your host, Discs with the mostest, Mariah Gonzalez. This week, we have a compilation of three Youth Radio favorite segments.
2: We have way more than three favorites, however, that is all we can fit into this show. So first up, we have a montage about Maya Angelou.
3: Then, we have a coming-out commentary by Jaren Kai.
2: We've saved my fave for last, another montage on the importance of youth radio. And this is KUNM's Pledge Week, so we will be reminding you of why you love us and remind you to show your love here at KUNM.
4: It's my time, I got to go, I got to go I I got
2: to travel Maya Angelou is an African American activist, poet and writer who has made a positive impact for years and years. Next, we will have a montage from our own K U M Youth Radio Collective as they share how her words and voice impacted them when they saw her in person at Pope
5: Joy Hall.
6: This is Diana Baron
5: Hey, this is Jaron Kyle. This is Kyle Ferris. This is Michael Harley. This is
4: Philip Riley with Youth Radio.
7: I'm Lucia Martinez from KUNM Youth Radio. Going to see Maya Angelou was, it was just fantastic. To be in the same room with her, that was just like so awing and uplifting. I was so excited.
4: And just being in Dr. Maya Angelou's presence was an honor. Getting to see Maya Angelou, that was pretty
8: amazing. I mean,
9: I'm always still like, oh, it's a celebrity and so is that's it was that way with Maya Angelou because even more so she's a civil rights activist and I have a lot more respect for people in that type of work than I do regular actors.
7: Twice during her performance she almost brought me to tears. She brought me to tears. Her energy was just so profound. Uh, her energy was
6: really positive and kind of like benign there was just this like buzz in the room and everyone was so like riveted and into her. And
5: the only thing I knew about her is a scene from Sesame Street where she sings the ABCs. It was amazing to see her even from so far away. We were in the very, very back seats. In the nosebleed section. When we went into the auditorium, uh, I didn't know how much of an impact I would be left with when I left. I mean, not
9: only was it moving listening to her poetry, but it was also funny listening to her stories. And I didn't expect to get a comedy and a poetry show and you know, all in one package, but we really did.
7: One of my favorite poems that she did that night was called, but it was one about the seven women and. I don't know, I really like that one, because I could relate to some of, like, the descriptions, because it was describing, like, seven different types of women, or it's, it's, like, the seven stages of life, kind of, too. And then I could just see, like, where some people that I know were, like, my mom. She was, like, the seventh woman, I think.
8: (laughs) My favorite had to be when she was talking about how she was a smoker and how she went into the vegan restaurant for rice and a plate of steamed vegetables and you know, she lit a cigarette and wanted to smoke, but the waitress just kind of looked at her and started talking to her and, about not smoking in a vegan restaurant and everything. I, I just thought that was so funny and so hilarious, and hearing the poem that went with that, which is so amazing because it it's just this complete sense of humility, that, I mean, h- humor that, you know, that you can get with a
5: poem. And I loved the fact that she felt comfortable enough to share such personal stories.
6: I thought it was really, really so intense hearing her speak about her experiences with um, being sexually abused.
8: I've read a couple of her autobiographies and hearing, you know, hearing the kind of life that she's had and hearing what she's had to go through, you know, just to make ends meet at the end of the the day is really heartbreaking to think that someone so sweet and someone so talented and gifted had to go to that just to be who they are today.
6: When she was speaking about that experience, the fact that she she didn't seem bitter at all was, was really amazing, I thought.
5: It was almost like she was having a personal conversation with each person in the room. After a while, I couldn't really see anybody else in the room. I could only see her as far away as she was. I could only see her and I was listening so intently to her. She had this wonderful hold on words and on vocabulary and the way she spoke was so
4: beautiful. I love her voice. It kind of relaxed me and made me feel like I was right next to her.
8: You know, she's just one of the greatest voices
4: of this generation. Dr. Angelo inspired me to go through a self-reflection of what I've done and who I met in, in my life.
9: The theme of people as rainbows in the clouds of others was something that I found really interesting. It's, it's a concept that's much more uplifting And at the same time, much more real than those I'm usually used to considering. We really do have a lot of impact in the lives of other people. Our mere presence affects others, and it's the impact is often immeasurable that we can have on other people's lives.
7: I guess that's kind of like a rainbow in your clouds, like when you're not, like when your days are bad, and then like somebody's there to uplift you, or something happens that just makes you realize that life's good I think that's what she meant when she was talking about the rainbow and her clouds
8: and her entire message throughout the show about being a light in the clouds for someone or having someone like that for you it you know just in my opinion it's kind of a basic idea of friendship you know our family having these people there that when things get bad or when things go down that they're there for you and that they can bring you out of anything and everything. You know, you can do the same for them. you know. And just finding your own personal light in the cloud that you can look forward to or look to and be taken out of any bad situation and be taken into the situation in which you deserve to be, which is a good situation. You can
9: go up to a person and you can just say something like, you know, hello, how are you? and that, that might turn that person around that they might have been considering going and jumping off a bridge later on that day just a simple how are you can be something so big
4: i was a child who was lost in books i hardly had any role models in growing up not any rainbows in my in my clouds so i decided that the books I've read and the poetry I analyzed were my rainbows and my clouds, my escape from reality, and my role models for life.
5: Just being aware of other people out there and the things they do for us can make the world such a better place.
7: So afterward I wanted to meet her. So we went around to the back to try and find her, my Angelou van, that she travels in, or her bus. But it wasn't there, That was sad.
8: After I got home from the show, I got a thumbtack and put the ticket on my wall and put the, the pamphlet that I got at the show on the wall right next to the ticket because you know, it's something I don't want to forget. It's just really a great experience.
2: That was our youth radio montage on the impact that Maya Angelou has had in our lives. I felt that it was very touching and very honest, and that was the first segment of our show I liked, and I hope you did too.
3: We have special people that are here to remind us of the importance of KU and M. Lucia Martinez and John John Guzman. Hey everybody, it's Lucia
7: and John John. Youth Radio is produced by all youth. We have two to four adults that work with us um, just to help us get things together. But everything on the Youth Radio show is done by youth. It's about youth. It's what we care about. It's our music, and I think it's a really, really great addition to KU and M because. It's brought a lot more youth to the station and a lot more youth listeners, and that's just wonderful. So, John-John, do John, you have anything?
2: Yeah, I've been having so much fun here at KUNM with Youth Radio because it's so much fun to be on air and be able to talk with everybody and meet new people and have friends at school come up and say, oh, I heard you on Youth Radio last night, and it's it's great to hear that. It's so much fun to be on the radio and... To make friends here and to really know that you're being involved in your community.
4: my God. My
10: first Diamond curse my... Generation Justice would like to take this moment to remind listeners that by visiting KUNM.org now and donating, your contribution will count towards the impact of Generation Justice's programming. As a young person who has produced radio with Generation Justice for four years now, I would just like to say that Generation Justice has helped me become the person that I am today. Thank you to all the KUNM listeners who continue to support our work. And remember, go to KUNM.org and look for the big red donate button.
3: Our next fave that we would like to share with you is produced by our very own Jaron Kai. Jaron will share with us his experience of coming out as a gay youth. We think that this is a very interesting commentary, and we hope you feel the same.
8: Tonight, I want to share with you part of a story. A story of love, fear, hate, and truth. A personal story of traveling the road for acceptance and how I'm still hiding in a little bit of fear from other people. It's not easy, let me tell you. Accepting first to yourself, then to others about something as big as being gay. I questioned and denied, hoping to God it was a phase. Then came acceptance. I felt it and realized that maybe it's true and I had to live with it, and then I began to embrace it. But how did I know I was gay? Well, I don't think I ever chose to be gay, but rather thinking that I was always gay. Not to sound stereotypical, but I was always an outsider. Friends with girls more than other guys, listening to pop music as opposed to rap or hip hop. Different. How different? One word, handsome. Enough said. Now, before I go on to the actual coming out portion of this experience, comes a problem in which many LGBTQ teens lose their lives. Some parents make it clear that their stance on homosexuality is based on their religious beliefs, and that in their lives, there is no room for anyone quote-unquote like that. Having that thought echoes through most gay teenagers' minds, and they end up committing suicide. From personal experience, and stories friends have told me, setting aside personal beliefs in politics is hard for any parent. But in my beliefs, at the end of the day, all they want is for you to succeed and to be happy. You are still their flesh and blood. You are still their baby, and they will always love you. Next came the biggest step I think I could have taken at the time. I told my mother. In actuality, I sent her an email saying that I was bisexual. Later on, I got a reply telling me that it was a phase or something brought on by media exposure.
0: Chris is all dressed up and acting cool Painted like a brand new Christmas toy to figure out if
8: he's a girl or he's a boy and he says Now yes, this is harsh, and I didn't know how to react. but I took it okay and closed the door to the closet. By that, I mean I never openly expressed myself or shared those first that every teenager experiences. first kiss, first boyfriend, first date. Let's just say a lot of first. It wasn't until two years later at the age of 15 that my parents actually talked about it openly, but I still never shared any personal story with them. But the hard part of any gay teenager's life is fighting off people you don't want to know. My parents have told me that they're okay with it, that they love me and no matter what, Their greatest fear for me is that I'll run into the wrong person who has a problem with me and get into a conflict. This is also one of my greatest fears. On
4: October 6th, 1998,
8: two men, Aaron McKinney and Russell Henderson, attacked University of Wyoming student Matthew Shepard, beating him and tying him to a fence in the middle of nowhere. Five days later, he died, never regaining consciousness. Why was he attacked? Because he was gay. If you didn't get that, let me say it again. He was attacked because he was gay. Let me ask you, how much fear How much hate does one person have to have in order to kill someone just because of who they are? Nowadays, young gay teenagers are coming out younger than ever, but it doesn't also alter the fact that many of them live in fear. My advice to any teenager living in fear of who they are is to learn the history of our people. The Stonewall Rebellion of the late 60s and early 70s the AIDS epidemic of the 80s, and to the modern religious oppression. We are meant to survive any struggle that life throws at us, and we will continue to survive. And never, ever let anyone tell you that you are weak and have no place. Because if we weren't meant to live this long, natural selection would have gotten us a long time ago. And we are meant to see a whole lot more. Let me tell you, this is only the beginning of bigger things. For KUNM, I'm Jaren Kai.
3: That was our second fave, which was Jaren's commentary on coming out. I hope you enjoyed it. I surely did.
2: Once again, it is pledge drive time, and here we have Lucia and John John to let us know what's up.
7: Uh, this is Lucia. Youth Radio has been going on for a little over a year, and I've been in, I've been with it the whole time, pretty much from the beginning. And the whole experience has just been wonderful for me. I've gotten so much more confident, especially with my speaking skills. Like before youth radio, I was terrified to speak in front of a crowd. But now I'm just like, yay, it's public speaking. Okay, I'm good with that. And just by pledging, you can help us create more wonderful experiences for everybody. And I enjoy it equally. It's so much fun to be here.
2: And I've learned a lot about public speaking and confidence and I mean, the first time I came in here and just recorded something, it wasn't even live. I was still kind of freaking out, and now it's a lot easier for me to record stuff and feel confident about what I'm saying. And, yeah. Our last but not least favorite segment is on the impact of being part of youth radio. The best thing about being part of youth radio for me is...
9: I'm Carl Ferris. What have I gained from youth radio? It's really been a lot, I mean, experience for one, learning how to put on radio, learning the process of going through it, I mean, the little editing tips that I've picked up, the how to speak into a mic, how to write a good script, how to fit in time, how to produce, how to engineer. Engineering is something, everyone makes it sound so easy when it's actually on the air, but really when you're standing behind this board with all these different buttons and little slidey things and you have to figure out, all right, which ones do I put up? When do I put them up? You know, where does this need to go? What does this need to do? It's really a complex process that I don't think many engineers get credit for. And even apart from the radio experience, just the group of people that I've had the really joy of working with, I mean, the folks that have come to youth radio have just been incredible. Their views, their diversity, the level of experience working with all of my fellow collective members has been incredible. I mean, I've enjoyed every episode of this entire past year. And I remember when we used to schedule roles, and we would, we would always schedule everyone's roles for a month in advance, and I would always try and get a role every single week, if it was at all possible, and Roberta would say to me, "Are you crazy, Kyle? Don't you want some time off to relax and take a break?" And I would say, "This is relaxing. This work that I do here at Youth Radio is more relaxing than sitting at home, you know, reading a book would ever be. Because if I'm at home listening to the show, I'm always so envious of the people up here who are." working on the show and having such a great time and I'm not there to be able to share that with them and I have to listen to the show and as great as the show always is the production and the process that goes through making the show is so much greater and this year has really been incredible.
6: This is Diana barron for Youth Radio. Youth Radio has been a wonderful experience for me. Over the past eight months, I've learned and experienced so much that I probably would never have come across otherwise. The people I've been able to work with are all so fabulous. I really appreciate spending time with such motivated and inspiring youth. Also, the young people we have brought in for interviews and other segments have had so many insightful things to say and share. I feel absolutely grateful to have been able to participate and aside from just what I've benefited um, on a personal level, there are so many skills that are just like floating out there waiting for you to like latch on to them and make them a part of what you know and it's been really, really cool to actively pursue those things. have really enjoyed interviewing um, people from the community that have been doing really amazing things. and things that I think are really important to, um, get out onto the radio so that people who wouldn't know about them can find out about them. (laughs) The interview with the organizers from the Rock Out With Your Cause Out event was really cool, and I think it was really good to have that, especially in light of the mayor's decision regarding that event. Um and interviewing Johnny Wilson from Planned Parenthood. Um, That was a a really altering experience. I actually wound up writing a paper about that, uh, abstinence-only education in schools, which I think is something that is really inadequate and it's so unfortunate that it's not something that's on people's minds all the time because it's a problem. So many experiences like that, that have been really fun, really engaging, really interesting. And I appreciate having been a part of it.
11: My name is Marge Chalon. I'm from Coach DuPueblo, I'm 18. And I just graduated from Brown High School in 2006. When I first started Youth Radio, um, I didn't really have a sense of how radio production or how to, like, how really a, a show was brought together. And as I first started out, we had to, we had to learn about these, like, we, we put topics on the board and brainstorming these ideas about different shows. And it made me, like, think about there's other topics, like, there's other issues out there that other kids, like, want wanna know more about. And so what they, what KONM has done is like they brought us all together and from different backgrounds and different views just to have our own ideas brought together and we all have our own taste and topics and music or what we like and I guess that's what makes Youth Radio a good show is that we all have our own ideas. What I learned with Youth Radio is when I first started I learned a lot about engineering and that's what I really liked about Youth Radio was the engineering part. I like working with the board a lot. Making like the like, like the sound on the air, just like mixing with the, the rest of the show. You have to very be like, I don't know, have a sense of of what of what the audience is hearing and have that right time just to bring down the level and put up the next mic and have everything sound perfect and on time. and. Make sure that nobody's dead on the air, and that's what I liked about engineering was the being live on the air, and you're in control of the airwaves. Well, one thing that I learned from working my with the other group members that we all have one thing in common: we all we all love being on the air. It was very it was, it was it's fun for us to we all have a great time during a show or producing a show. Communication with other people, you have to learn how to communicate. Like we're doing an interview, a live interview, doing an interview with someone, with somebody. And just knowing, being presentful, keeping a, by eye contact, communicating well with other people. By speaking out loud, clearly, and having questions that, that you want to present to the to the person getting interviewed.
7: Martinez from Youth Radio, and I've gained a lot from Youth Radio. I've learned everything from how to organize myself to how to write a script to how to engineer the board, just everything about radio. And what's really cool is that there's so much more to learn, because I love to learn. Plus, Youth Radio is really fun for me, because I meet so many new people, make so many new friends, and I've met a bunch of live bands and i've been introduced to so many different events and people that i would have never really met or that i would never have ever met in my life if i had never taken this experience and at the end of the day i also know that i'm making a difference because i know that the youth voice is being heard and that gets me really excited because i know that we as youth are really important to our community even if not everybody else can see that I remember when Youth Radio was just starting that everybody was all shy and reserved and quiet and stuff and we didn't really know what we were doing. And when I compare that to now it just makes me smile because um, I can see how much we've grown as a community and a collective and it's just really amazing to me. This has been such a great learning experience.
8: This is Jaren Kai. Um, the most I've gained from Youth Radio is the actual sense of doing something with my life and being a part of something big. Um, it always feels good to come in every week, no matter how bad of a week I had or how bad of a day I had, and come into Upper key from the very small reservation of Laguna and do something, you know, feel, feel good about doing something and come in and work with an amazingly awesome group of people that was ever assembled and just get to do something big every week. I'd like to say that, you know, Roberta has always told me to eventually take a break at least one once a month or something. But I don't like to take a break because it's it feels too odd not to come here. It feels weird staying at home listening to the show. You know, I like to be a part of it. I like to be there doing something and if not doing something then at least helping other people do their job you're always running into someone who needs at least a little bit of help and it always feels good to help them in the sense of a career aspect it's made me think about getting a job in you know radio broadcasting or something like that because it it is really interesting and on the technical side engineering has gotten kind of easier it's also been able to let me tell some really interesting stories, um, like the piece I did a couple weeks ago, um, where I talked about how I came out to my family and to other people. It was really hard to write that. It took me almost a couple months to write it and get it at least somewhat good. And it's always kind of thrilling to do commentaries or interviews or stories because you're telling, you're. Telling other people out there about something that they may not have known or you're helping someone with new information, and that's always a really good feeling.
1: If you donate now, your contribution will count toward Generation Justice's impact at KUNM. With your donation, the youth of GJ enjoy the use of professional studios and equipment and the rare opportunity to broadcast their voices and ideas across the airwaves. We'd like to thank you, KUNM listeners, for your continued support of this community radio station. Les queremos dar las gracias a ustedes, radioescuchantes de KUNM, por su apoyo a los jóvenes en esta comunidad como yo. Gracias.
10: This is Paola with Youth Radio, and I have gained many things as a result of being in KUNM Youth Radio. And, first of all, I have gained knowledge, which is very important, and I have gained new skills, which I know will help me in the future, at some point of my life. They will, don't worry. And I have also learned a lot, a lot, many, many things. Like, um, I learned that each of my partners is different in their own way, and I learned that being different is, like, actually cool. It's really good to be different, because not everybody likes to be the same as everybody else. And each of my partners and of my adult conspirators have their own little personality inside of them. Even if it's weird or normal, just plain weird, they just have it. And they cheer me up every day, even if I just don't feel like working with radio that day because I'm having a bad day. But guess what? They just cheer me up and they blow me kisses. And um, I would like to say that I thank everybody that's here because you guys have opened up a new door for me. I love you guys, and um, yeah. Thank you.
5: I'm Michael Harley. I've gained uh, so much from Youth Radio, and Youth Radio has also given me so many opportunities. On the technical side of things, I've become more comfortable with the engineering board and all of its crazy functions, and I'm really glad that I've been able to get comfortable with it because um, when I first came here, I was eager to learn it because in the voice acting profession, which I hope to get into someday, um, that's how voices are recorded. and. I think it's neat to have the knowledge of everything that's going on around you in your profession. Well, if I get into that profession, hopefully that'll give me greater appreciation for the people who work with that more behind the scenes piece. So that part I'm really grateful for. And also that Youth Radio has provided me this place to bring in people from the community and make sure their voices are heard around issues that I think are important. Um, One example would be the autism piece that I recently did and I was so glad to bring in um, my mom's friend Gayfin Lyson so that we could get the word out to the general public about autism and what it is because one of my biggest goals is to make people aware of that and also that uh, I have such great friends here at Youth Radio and it's always a joy to come here and I enjoy working with them and I enjoy working with the adults who are really just grown-up kids and um it's a great atmosphere.
4: This is Philip Riley with Youth Radio. I guess most of what, I, what I got out of Youth Radio is that I'm a little bit more outgoing. I mean, I was one of those person who would just keep their comments to themselves. Youth Radio has opened the door for me just to speak my mind. And also uh, what I've learned too is that every moment counts, every little second, every little nanosecond in the radio world. Just, this is very important. Youth Radio just opened doors to me of making new friends, meeting new people. I got to meet one of my I guess you can say heroes. I got to interview Dennis Banks, who made open the doors for Native Americans. He just spoke, he just spoke out for us. And at that time, I interviewed him. I was still kind of a rookie, and I was like kind of scared to interview him. I didn't know what to say. I was kind of awestruck at the same time, because I was actually meeting one of the greatest people out there who made a difference, and just that. I'm glad that I'm getting my voice out there. I mean, as a Native American, for some of us, are still silent and just hold our comments back, but I'm just glad that I'm, I'm making a little difference in the world.
3: This is Mariah, and the best thing about being part of Youth Radio is just having the experiences, from working as engineer to host, and even calendar, which I've gotten down. But I really feel that getting into youth radio has made a major difference in my life in changing or redefining my goals, such as getting the voice of Native Americans, youth, and others out there. So just big thanks to all the youth radio members and our wonderful adults that made youth radio possible. I hope you really enjoyed the last segment of our youth radio phase. Our favorite show has come to a screeching halt.
2: Yep, it's some sad, sad times.
3: We would like to extend our deepest appreciation to the people who helped make this possible.
2: Yep, first we would like to thank our producer, Nicole Beatty.
3: Our melody-filled music host, John John Guzman.
2: We'd like to thank the Youth Radio Collective for participating in the Maya Angelou and the importance of youth radio montages.
3: Also, we would like to thank Jaron Kai for his wonderful commentary on coming out.
2: We would also like to thank other members of the Youth Radio Collective, Phil Riley, Michael Harley, Lucio Martinez, John Lynn Diana Barron-Moore, Ann Newian, and Kyle Ferris.
3: We would like to give extra recognition for Otiamba Umi for putting this show together.
2: And lastly, but not leastly, our adult co-conspirators are Roberta Rael, Marcos Martinez, Alicia Cedillo, Roman Garcia, and Otiamba Umi.
3: Thanks for tuning in to Youth Radio. I was your hostess, Mariah Gonzalez.
2: I was your host this week, Miles Anderson.
1: you've enjoyed this throwback hour of community voice we'd like to thank the original youth producers who helped with this program
0: roberta rael is the executive producer for tonight's hour of radio
1: we want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers we could not do what we do without you generation justice would also like to thank kunm for bringing the voices of young people to you kunm listeners
0: our website is generationjustice.org where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud and iTunes.
1: We're also active on social media, so find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the Conalma Health Foundation. And of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate.
1: Generation Justice would like to remind you that this program was broadcast on stolen indigenous land.
0: Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by POD. I'm Barbara Ramirez. Enjoy these music selections for the rest of the hour. For more information on tonight's songs, visit KUNM.org.
1: I'm Edgar Cruz. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Buenas Buenas noches, noches, Nuevo México.